Alan Hardy of Atlas Chiropractic. Not only can he alleviate your pain, but also reduce physical stress and boost and maintain proper immune system function. Chiropractic is a natural immune booster. With each adjustment, they're not only supporting the central nervous system through proper spinal function and alignment, but also stimulating and strengthening the immune system by removing nerve interferences and stressors that can drag it down. Call 307-672-6000 for details and scheduling with the top chiropractic clinic in Sheridan, Atlas Chiropractic. This is Dr. Colin Hardy with Atlas Chiropractic. Be sure to ask us about our new patient specials. Take the first step to a better you. Call 672-6000. That's 672-6000. Your healing begins when you pick up the phone. Parker Millinger provides business advisory services tailored for you specifically to help your business become compliant, tax efficient, organized, and strategically aligned with your goals. Think of us as part of your team. You will rest more comfortably knowing that you are covering all your financial basis and making informed decisions. Contact us today at Harker Mellinger. Our focus is where you're going, not where you've been. Remembering the reason for the season, Jim and Brenda Haskett with Truebill Builders would like to take this time to say thank you to all their customers, friends, neighbors for another amazing year. There are many ways to express good wishes, a handshake, a joyous greeting, an exchange of gifts. May your holidays be merry and bright. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Jim and Brenda Haskett with Truebill Builders online at truebillbuilders.com. An effective marketing campaign can be a game changer for your business. Hi, this is Bob Graham as we share it in media. Let us customize a marketing plan for your business using up to nine different radio stations. Place your print ad in front of 18,000 households in Sheridan and Johnson County in the Country Bounty or market your business worldwide through a variety of digital products that we offer. Sheridanmedia.com received over 8 million page views this past year and served over 58 million ad impressions. That means your business will have the opportunity to be seen by a vast number of potential customers. Don't wait any longer on an incredible opportunity to grow your business and reach new customers using radio, print, and digital. Let's tell your story, whether locally or across the country. Sharedamedia.com, 672-7421, or email sales at sharedamedia.com. Sharedamedia is an employee-owned company. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting, and this morning I am joined by Sheridan Community Land Trust Executive Director, Brad Bauer. Good morning, Brad. Hey, Floyd. How are you doing? How was was your holiday? It was great, actually. Yeah. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, we went down to Glenda, where my wife's from, and just had kind of a quiet, long weekend there, and... One of the things we did, let's see, what day was that? Monday this week. My wife and I were pretty big runners, and so we went out to the state park there. That's just, you know, they got tons and tons of trails. And we tried to run on the trails a little bit, but they're, you know, it's winter. Yeah. <laughs> so they're covered in snow. Getting some traction's difficult, yeah. Yeah, and we were stumbling along, and, and we looked out towards the lake, and uh, 
the water's so low right now in the lake that there's like this 200 yard deep sandbar ringing oh, most wow. of the lake. So we went down there and it was like, you know, there's no snow down there. And we're down on the lake or where the lake would normally be at. And the coolest thing, I one of the neater things I've seen in Wyoming, walked out to the edge of the lake, it's all frozen. And there was these like three foot high frozen waves. Oh like, wow! It looked like a like you know like a sand dune almost you know like but it was it was rock hard ice. Oh, that's it incredible. was so cool. Yeah. I wonder how that just built up over time with the maybe the wind blowing. A lot of wind, yeah. Wow, now, that's you know, I think they got the wind that we got last week as well. You know, maybe not quite as cold, but you know when you're talking wind chills of negative forty, negative oh, thirty, yeah. it doesn't really matter. It's just cold, right? So yeah, I th- yeah I think that's probably what was pushing it across from the to the west of the east. But that was kind of neat. That was a uh, Maybe not a Christmas tradition thing. But. <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, definitely a, a natural phenomenon. Yeah, fun. Not, not a lot of kinda, people have been able to witness. No, and, it was just really neat. Yeah, you know, there's us and a handful of people ice fishing. And then um, we were walking the beach back and we found like this like copper plate, copper plaque. And it was all, I don't know, you know, corroded or green. And I'm sure there was a fun story about it, but. I don't know what it was, you know, it was oh, something wow. that floated down the river maybe, or maybe blew out of the back of the boat, but it just didn't look like something that would have been, you wouldn't normally take like a copper plaque with you when you went, you no, know, jet yeah. skiing or anything. out fishing, <laughs> grab the plaque. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's Friday. We got to take the plaque. <laughs> yeah, no, but it, it was, it was a fun time. How was your? Oh, it was, it was good. We stayed home. Uh, Emmy wasn't feeling well, so we had just a very quiet little Christmas and, Yeah, and uh, it was, it was a good one. Um, you know, when it comes to like Christmas traditions, uh, we go in a different direction. She loves Halloween. Oh yeah. Nice. A lot of people talk about how their wives and their girlfriends like Halloween, but you know, my house is decorated in Halloween all the time and our Christmas tree is a Halloween Christmas tree. Oh really? Yeah, completely, completely. Uh, pretty untraditional, but yeah. uh, we're making our own traditions. We got a good tree this year. We were we we took advantage of the Forest Service, you know. To oh get yeah, the that's permit great. to cut a tree, and we. Uh, my stepdaughter is trying to learn how to cross country ski with us, so we we went cross country skiing up by Powder River Pass, I guess maybe a month ago. Skied back in and found. A Christmas tree that we cut down, and usually those look kind of like the Charlie Brown, but this is a pretty good one. Yeah. I'm pretty, pretty proud of it, but I'm about ready for it to find its way out there right now. <laughs> are you, get, you got needles on the floor? The needles are coming on the yep. floor, and our house is pretty small, so, you know, the 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 luxury of having a, a six-foot, seven-foot tall tree does come at the cost of some other stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the same with us. Um, The way that my living room is set up is kind of the only way you can really have it set up for a lot of chairs. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, that Christmas tree goes right in front of my lazy boy. (laughs) I'm kind of looking around the Christmas tree to see the television. (laughs) So it's it's nice to have, but uh, I am one of those guys. I'm kind of like you. All right, Christmas has come and gone. It was fun. uh, It was good. No, yeah. Good to see it. Now it's good to see it go. Exactly. (laughs) Well, I'm glad it was great. Now, there's also a a fantastic holiday challenge happening right now. The Land Trust, yeah. Out at Land Trust. What is this $40,000 holiday challenge match? What is that about? Yeah, we're, we're, we're very lucky uh, to have an anonymous foundation here uh, put up this $40,000 challenge. So the year-end campaign for many nonprofits and land trusts, certain community land trusts included, this is a big time of year for us. This is where we 
um, you know, benefit from the generosity of our communities and help raise the funds that keep the organization going year mm-hmm. round. Um, we, this year end usually is about a quarter of our annual budget. We have to try to raise in this time frame. Wow. And so this, this, this challenge match, this 40,000 goes a long, long ways to helping us make that success. So, you know, if individuals want to make a donation to the land trust this time of year, uh, especially with this challenge, um, you know, it's going to be matched dollar for dollar. And if they decide that they want to do a re- reoccurring gift or a monthly gift, um, which is pretty, pretty slick, you can set it up in, um, through our uh, website and you can set up to just to have it come every, every month out of your bank account and you don't even know it's happening. I do that quite a, with quite a few organizations that I support. But if you choose to do that, then the, this foundation is going to match that gift uh, for two to one. So if you give a dollar, they're going to give $2. For That's it. incredible. Yeah. So if you, if you were to donate $20 a month to yeah. the land trust, you and you have to start within this challenge time period. Yeah. Yeah. But we get that started. And <clears throat> so for every 20 that I would put in. They'll put in 40. Yeah, so we get 60 out of it. So right? that's a $60 yeah. donation. Yep, exactly. That is incredible. Yep. What a yeah. generous yeah. match. And that, that goes a long ways. As I was saying, you know, we make a lot of our operating budget this time of year, and that goes a long ways to making sure we can continue doing, you know, fun, exciting historic preservation projects that Carrie's been able to bring in the last couple of years, you know, building new trails and recreation opportunities and, and conserving working lands and wildlife habitat, all those things that... Uh, that the land trust has been excited to bring over the last couple of years. You know, that's what this funding is helping us do is continue that. Uh, I, I hope good momentum, exciting yeah. momentum, uh, and lots of ways for people to be engaged with the organization as well. And so, um, you know, if you have the ability to, to support the land trust this time of year, you're going to, you're going to know it's going to be doubled at, at the very least. And maybe, uh, uh, you know, maybe three for, or uh, two for one as well, if you decide to do the, the monthly supporter. So now, what is the time frame here? When I have to get this? Yeah, uh, January fifteenth is so, the deadline. Yep, yep. So we started uh, December one. Uh, so it's you know roughly forty five days that we try to um, that this campaign is is running. Um, and uh, certainly, if you're not able to donate in that time time frame, that's okay too. Yeah, you know? I'm just wanting you to make sure that people are able to enjoy the, our, our organization, enjoy our projects and programs. Even if you can't support us financially, you know, volunteering or even just coming to events, that's that's all awesome. You know, we we try to make most of our events free because we know that not everybody can afford. Right. Uh, right. It's, a, it's a luxury to be able to to, to support organizations sometimes, and so it, if you're not able to make a, a contribution to the organization financially, still come, still come to the events. Don't feel like you need to. Uh, um, make that donation to be there. We're just excited to have you come. Absolutely. And and it, one thing that I've noticed about the the land trust is, you guys are probably one of the most active organizations in Sheridan County. Uh, you've got the trails going on. You've got these programs like uh, Explore History happening. Uh, you participate and partner with Science Kids. You get the kids out there to experience the land. You know all of this activity is there a point when as the executive director you sat down and said you know a land trust can be more or was this kind of set up when you when you joined in yourself yeah it was it was uh i think a real testament to the the founding vision of the organization um that 
the land trust was going to work in the areas of historic preservation, conservation of working lands and wildlife habitats and, and recreation access. That's broad. Yeah. By traditional standards for, you know, most people don't know the land trust world probably as well as I do just because I'm in it all the time. Right. And so I get to see what other land trusts do across the country. And, and we've def- definitely taken a broader approach to how we can serve our community and be relevant to the community and support the community and, you know, be important to the community than most land trusts do across the country. Um, so yeah, it was really, a, I think it was, had a great foundation. And then just having a, we've had a, we've been lucky in that we've gotten a very good team. A people. great team. Yeah. And, and they're not here with me today. They're off. Most of them are taking well-deserved holiday vacations and time off with family and friends. And, um, but really it's, it's that we've had a, a, such a strong um, team that has brought new ideas and, and uh, innovation and how we can serve that broad mission. Um, and it's been exciting to see what they've been able to do with the community support, you know, and um, there's always more that we can be doing. You know, it's exciting. The conversations I have with other organizations and other uh, public entities and private entities and people uh, you know, there's, there's more that we can certainly be doing and I'm excited to see what's coming in the next five, 25 years for the organization. And the, the, the passion of your team, I think yeah. is, is something yeah. that it's, it, you know, Chris Verba is infectious. He is. He, yeah. his passion for the Sheridan community and the land that surrounds it is infectious. He is really motivated to get out there and enjoy the land. And, and really experience what it's like to live here. Uh, and Carrie's passion for history is also, you know, equally amazing. And, and, and yeah. Megan, with her conservation efforts, uh, you know, the work that everyone's putting forth, it's exemplary. Well, thanks. Yeah. And, and, and so many volunteer hours have gone into helping us expand the footprint of what's possible. Um, you know, we have board members who volunteer every, every month regularly we have so many community organizations uh youth groups to businesses to just individuals that are you know helping us be able to continue to do our work as best that we can um yeah no it's it's uh it's fun to be part of that's for certain and are you pretty open to ideas can the team just kind of bring an idea and say you know hey brad we're thinking about doing this it involves xyz but it'll get us outside yeah no i i have really tried to be a more of a flat organization so you know i'm not sitting up on some type you know some ivory tower or right, anything right. like that uh we're too small for that and never is that or maybe that's probably not the best idea for an organization like ours anyways but no the, the organization in the last 12 months, um, we're redoing our organizations such as the land trust and most nonprofits hopefully have a strategic plan. Yep. So, you know, that's a lot of thought going into that. How are we going to serve our mission and where's the organization going? The last 12 months, the team and I have spent probably all three to four hours every month walking through what our next strategic plan is going to be. So the current strategic plan we have is going to end in June. That would be the end of five years. It would be the end of what we thought five years ago was going to look like. And boy, has the organization changed in that time frame. And boy, is it needed that it's it's time for a new strategic plan <clears throat> that caps, encapsulates all of what, you know, 
Chris and Carrie and Megan and others have been able to develop in that time frame. So it, them bringing ideas in a very formal process like that, and we've added in with this strategic plan a, a 25-year vision as well. So um, recognizing that five years is a long time, but it's a blink of the eye as well. Yeah. Um, and so we're, we've been trying to capture more broadly, but uh, with realism, where the organization can go in 25 years as well. So when we look at the five-year strategic plan, these are benchmarks that we hopefully are measurable and accountable to our community, to our supporters and such. But then how does that fit into where we want to be in 25 years? So that's a very formal process for the, for the, for the team to get together and weigh um, where we want to go. But we do meet every week as a team. Yeah. Um, and that was something new to me. Uh, to have it that dynamic of a, a team interaction where it's it's a round robin and we get to share what we're all working on because there could be a risk of us kind of fracturing out into our own little expert expertise area mm -hmm. but by having that time together we can circle around and uh, we end up usually helping each other and and bringing that those mission areas together so that they're it's more cohesive. Everyone's got their own candle, but there's a fire in the center. Yeah, that's nice. Right? So we're going to put that down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> put that on the wall. Yeah. yeah. Everyone comes to the fire. Yeah. All right. When we return, we're going to continue with our Sheridan Community Land Trust. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Share. Bank and Trust is committed to our community. Beginning in January, we'll be donating $1,000 cash each week for 52 weeks to a qualified Sheridan County nonprofit organization. And Sheridan Media will match that with a marketing budget. First Federal is one of two mutual banks in Wyoming, which means they don't pay stockholders. They reinvest your funds right back into the place we call home. Visit efirstfederal.bank for details. Community commitment presented by First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media. Member FDIC. Bang is a great selection of fireworks in all varieties. Start the new year off with a fireworks celebration. Whiz-Bang Fireworks. Open now through Saturday, December 31st from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. on North Main Street behind Pizza Hut. Fireworks can be shot December 31st and January 1st only. Use caution and follow the rules. Celebrate 2023 with fireworks from Whiz-Bang Fireworks on North Main Street behind Pizza Hut. Open 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. The holiday season is upon us and the Wyoming Beer District Association would like to remind you to enjoy your favorite alcoholic beverage responsibly. If you've had too much to drink, don't drive. If you host a party, be the perfect host to make sure your guests don't drive with one too many under their belt. Drinking and driving just don't mix. The Wyoming Beer Distributors wish everyone a happy and safe holiday season. This message sponsored by the Wyoming Beer Distributors Association, the Wyoming Association of Broadcasters, and this station. This week on the Weekend Sports Wrap podcast, I make sweeping changes to bowl season in college football. I hate it so much that I completely flip it on its head and we make changes that I think would be for the better. That plus, I call out somebody in the NFL that's been pulling a veil over our head for far too long. Most of you might know who I'm talking about, and it's not 
Russell Wilson. We've got those topics and more on the Weekend Sports Wrap podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on SheridanMedia.com. When you're in pain, it causes stress. Even minor pain is telling you something's not right, and early detection is the best path to relief. Make a call to Dr. Colin Hardy of Atlas Chiropractic. Not only can he alleviate your pain, but also reduce physical stress and boost and maintain proper immune system function. Chiropractic is a natural immune booster. With each adjustment, they're not only supporting the central nervous system through proper spinal function and alignment, but also stimulating and strengthening the immune system by removing nerve interferences and stressors that can drag it down. Call 307-672-6000 for details and scheduling with the top chiropractic clinic in Sheridan, Atlas Chiropractic. This is Dr. Colin Hardy with Atlas Chiropractic. Be sure to ask us about our new patient specials. Take the first step to a better you. Call 672-6000. That's 672-6000. Your healing begins when you pick up the phone. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. Brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting and thanks to a generous donor. The Sheridan Community Land Trust is running the Holiday Challenge Match. This will run through January 15th. Your one-time gifts will be matched dollar for dollar, and new monthly gifts will be matched two to one. So that means that if you start a new monthly gift uh, between now and January 15th, let's say you donate $20, Sheridan Community Land Trust it's going to get $60 out of that. And with me this morning, talking about just some of the great things being done out there at the Sheridan Community Land Trust is Executive Director Brad Bauer. Now, Carrie couldn't be with us today, yeah. Carrie Edinger. No. She's, she's fantastic. She's the historical program manager out there at Sheridan Community Land Trust. And, but, Brad, even, I mean, this is so apparent. Uh, you obviously probably know quite a bit about it. One of the most attended and anticipated programs every month is, is the Explore History program. People have fallen in love with this thing. This program works to tell our local history, regional history, through the lens of natural resources, landscapes, and all of the diverse cultures around here that helped make Sheridan great. The Land Trust Historic Projects offer community members and visitors of Sheridan, insight about local history of Sheridan County and the heritage of regional plains tribes. Now, Brad, did you ever think that this would be so successful? I mean, this really gets folks uh, uh, to turn out. No idea. I had no idea. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about the kind of the the, the expansiveness of the organization, uh, you know, before the break, and. Um, I'm the first one to admit that history is, was my weakness. Yeah. I had no idea how we were going to serve that part of the organization when I came on board. But yeah, Carrie brought this Explore History program on. And not only is it just like amazing local history, but the partnership with the hub on Smith and the Tongue River Valley Community Center, just that opportunity to work with other entities yeah. that maybe... Um, we, we didn't work with all that deeply previously. Uh, it's been really re- rewarding as well. Um, I was I was able to attend the Explore History 
this week that, that we had at the, at the hub. It was one that had been scheduled earlier in the month and had to be postponed, I think probably because of weather. I think it was that yeah. storm, yeah. And uh, it was still interesting weather getting there on Tuesday. But uh, <laughs> um, it was awesome. There was, you know, 50 folks in the room and, and, and several folks on, on Zoom watching, um, learning about the, the Japanese community uh, that was part of Sheridan's history. Um, and I didn't know a lick about it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we had a, a local expert, you know, vo- volunteered her time and, and shared her research that she's done uh, and some additional research that Carrie's uh, contributed towards it. It was fascinating, just totally new, totally new to me. It makes the the area that we live in yeah. a little different, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it it they've been really fun to watch, and I, I haven't been able been able to make all of them, um, and and most people I'm sure aren't able to make all of them as well. But you know, Carrie has tried to uh, capture most of them on on Zoom and then put them on our YouTube channel. So you know, folks like me or others who just don't have the time maybe on 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 a Tuesday at 10:30 in the morning you can watch it you can come day. back and view it and, later on yeah you can watch it on YouTube that way but it's it's nice if you are to be able to make it in person to have that community that time together you know and the, the hub space is beautiful and Dunbar Valley Community Center space is great as well and just to be able to have that time with your with your neighbors but what's been rewarding is often there's some time uh, often at the end of these uh explore history programs somebody will share their own history that relates to the topic um and this is kind of a neat time to to actually like history isn't dead or stagnant it's evolving and learn you know and 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 people are part of it so that's fun to see that as well oh yeah and and to learn you know those old stories that uh, people have passed down through their family well your grandfather helped do this or your dad helped do that uh you know <clears throat> looking back on certain things that even my father told me about the way that he grew up. Uh, to my child, my father's lifestyle when he was young was as alien as the <laughs> surface of Mars. Yeah, You yeah. know, things have changed yeah. so sure. much that I want to share that with her. To, and and he likes to share that with her because it's it's the idea that... This history may be lost about this little farm out in the middle of nowhere, Nebraska, where six kids and, and a couple parents, you know, <laughs> worked uh, milk cows. Yeah. And the experiences and the laughs that, that happened out there get passed on. And, I mean, that's really what history is. It's us. It's yep. us just taking a moment, looking over our shoulder before heading forward. And I think that's, that's fantastic that people are able to share their personal history. Yeah, some of those quiet histories, you know, we, we tend to, you know, it's been a long time since I've opened a history book. Yeah. You know, a long time since I was in high school. But you open those pages and what do you remember? It's the big, splashy, you know, um, formative history of our country. But that was, there's so many quiet histories, so many individual histories that were left out of those pages, you know, and here's a chance to maybe see some of that or hear some of that, learn a little bit about some of those that might not have made those, those pages. Yeah. And for somebody like me who just, like I said, just, I don't do history. I don't learn a history on my own. It's been really fun to have it 
presented to me. <laughs> kind of sneak it into your life. I don't life. have to do any of the research. <laughs> <laughs> don't have to do any of the reading. You just get to listen up. Yeah, get the cool story out of it. So, yeah. uh, what are, what's our next Explore History program? We have coming up January 10th uh, at the Hub on, on Smith, um, the history along the Tongue River uh, water trail. So Carrie has done a fantastic job of integrating um, histories that you might experience either on our trails or histories that are relevant to, to land conservation as well. So trying to reach across our organization to the yeah. other parts of our organization. So yeah, January 10th will be the history on uh, along the water trail. So some of the history that you would might might see if you float that water trail in a canoe or a kayak, which is possible. See, that is cool. Or yeah. if you just want to virtually travel that space as well, that's cool too. And you're going to be able to learn that same history uh, on, on the 10th. And then later in the month, uh, January 17th, uh, out at out in Dayton at the Tongue River Valley Community Center, um, uh, Carrie is going to cover um, the history of Hans Kleiber, uh, one of our local artists, uh, formative artists in the area. Um, there's a, a museum to Hans out that out in Dayton that I didn't even know anything about oh, wow. until I've started gathering some of the information from Carrie as she's been doing the research for this project. And then one I'm really excited about, which I don't. No, see, that's coming in February, is going to be the Iron Rider. So this is um, history of, of, of African-American crew, infantry crew, military uh, regiment, you would know it better than me, um, who traveled from Fort Missoula to uh, St. Louis via bike. And not, wow. and not like a bike that I would be riding now, but a bike. And this was in 1896, 1897. So these were, you know. An entire an entire regiment. Yeah, yeah. We're biking across. Biking America. across. And My they came goodness. through Sheridan County. Um, and they, uh, it was, uh, I, I think they made it out towards our Arveda area and on their long epic journey across. But um, there's some cool photos of, of this as well, of, of these soldiers. Uh, you know, one that I remembered seeing long before we, I even knew this was a, uh, segment of history that crossed Sheridan County was of this, these soldiers standing at the hot springs in, in, um, in Yellowstone there at, at Mammoth Hot Springs. So apparently they did a couple different early rides, one of them out to Yellowstone as, uh, as a preparation for this massive trip to St. Louis. But you have to think like, not only were these these soldiers riding on probably really heavy early technology bicycles. Horrible bikes. I'm sorry. But there was but yeah. somebody taking a photo of it. <laughs> right. So somebody was also hauling that equipment. Oh yeah. Camera along with them to take photos. So, you know, I'm I'm obviously quite excited about that one as well. So. And that sounds like it's gonna be a great yeah. show. Yeah. Now, real quick, Brad, where should folks go to make this donation? What's the website? It's Sheridan. Uh, CLT, as in communitylandtrust.org. You enjoy these programs, folks. We enjoy the conservation efforts that are being made out there. Now's the time to make sure that it keeps going. Brad, I want to thank you for coming in today. Thanks, Floyd. Talking yeah, with you. It. Yeah. Uh, and, and Happy New Year's to you. You and too. Yours, yeah, my friend. You and your family. Yeah. All right. When we come back, we're going to speak with the museum at the Bighorns. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Share it.
Federal Bank and Trust is excited to announce the First Federal Community Commitment Program. Each week for 52 weeks starting in January, First Federal will select a Sheridan County nonprofit who will receive $1,000 in cash, plus Sheridan Media will match that with a marketing budget. You can find an entry form at any First Federal Bank location or online at efirstfederal.bank. If you've received a donation from First Federal in the last three years, you're automatically entered into the drawing. Community Commitment, presented by First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media. Member FDIC. You grunt and groan every time you stand, bend, or reach. Aching bones and aching joints, they're not just painful, they're noisy. But seriously, for some, aching joints are debilitating. The specialists at Sheridan Ortho work tirelessly to end your aches and pains. From advanced hand and upper extremity surgery to computer-navigated spine surgery to complex sports medicine like hip arthroscopy, you're in good hands. Sheridan Orthopedics, serving Sheridan and the surrounding areas for over 50 years. Visit SheridanOrtho.com. Same-day appointments may be available. Wrap Plumbing and Heating has been serving Sheridan since 2010. With all these years of experience, you can rely on them to handle all of your plumbing and heating needs. From new construction to remodels, repairs of existing systems to retrofitting, Wrap Plumbing and Heating can do it all. They are professional, clean, and courteous. Call 429-1196 for all your plumbing or heating needs. As we like to say, if you find a leak, let Dan take a peek. Do you love what you do? Well, I do. Hi, this is Jill Bates with Best Real Estate. I have the pleasure of working with many amazing people every day, assisting them with the next chapter, whether buying or selling. Real estate is not just looking at pretty homes. There are lots of hoops, steps, and challenges to overcome and people to coordinate to achieve a successful closing. We don't expect you to know what to do. You don't do this every day like we do. Let me and my outstanding and caring team at Best Real Estate be your guide and make the start of your next chapter a success. Give us a call today, 675-BEST. As always, make it a great day. Brokered by EXP. Dan Marshall here with Captain Clean. Your heating and cooling system are the lungs of your home or business, taking air in and breathing it out, directly affecting your indoor air quality. Normal day-to-day activity generates lots of contaminants and air pollutants such as dander, dust, and chemicals. Call today for your free HVAC cleaning estimate. It's 100% free, and nobody has the equipment or expertise to clean HVAC like we do. Call Captain Clean today, 672-0726. Affordable choices for healthy living. Slick roads are here. Let's get some new tires on your vehicle. Hi, this is Chris Hayden with Hammer Chevrolet. With the recent weather, you've probably figured out your vehicle might need some new tires. Bring it down and let us take a look. We carry all the brand names and tires. If you provide us with a better price at the time of purchase, we'll match it. Find a better price within 30 days of the purchase, we'll refund the difference. Bring your vehicle in and let's get you safely down the road. You can't beat our tire price match guarantee from Hammer Chevrolet, 107 East Alger, online at hammerchevy.com. The holiday season is upon us, and the Wyoming Beer Distributors Association would like to remind you to enjoy your favorite alcoholic beverage responsibly. If you've had too much to drink, don't drive. If you host a party, be the perfect host to make sure your guests don't drive with one too many under their belt. Drinking and driving just don't mix. The Wyoming Beer Distributors wish everyone a happy and safe holiday season. This message sponsored by the Wyoming Beer Distributors Association, the Wyoming Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Delicious McDonald's deals are now more fun, more accessible, and better than ever through the McDonald's mobile app. The app is now the only place you can earn My McDonald's reward points on every McDelivery order. Plus, you can get those free McDonald's rewards you earn delivered, too. Just order, relax, and enjoy. McDonald's will bring your faves to you. Just go to the Google Play or Apple App Store and download the new McDonald's mobile app and start saving. Download it now. McDonald's, Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. 
And welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. For the second part of our show this morning, I'm joined by the executive director of the Museum at the Bighorns, Daniel Stockel. Good morning and welcome back to the show. Good morning. Thanks for having me back. It's always a pleasure. Uh, now, how you how are you settling in up there? Because you've been there, what, a month, month and a half? Two months now. Two months now. Yep. How's, how's that settling in going? Good, I think. I'm really looking forward to moving into a new year. We're, we're in the process of planning programs, and I'm really excited. This is the fun part of the job. Getting to sit down and plan the year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've been working on a budget, which is not the fun part of the job. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> One of those necessary evils to look at the money, right? You know, now, now I get to change my, my mode of thinking a little bit to some, some of the fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it because your team is relatively small. Yes, there's there's two paid staff, and we do have um, a growing volunteer contingent. We re- rely on our volunteer board significantly for a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, and they give a lot of time up there to help move things yes. and situate stuff. Yeah. Now, uh, how's Jessica doing? Pretty good, I think. She's on vacation right now, so I think she, I'm going to assume she's happy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're man in the boat all by yourself up there, huh? Well, we're close to the public right now, so it's a little bit easier. This is a, the time of the year where we close so that we can change out some of our exhibits. We, have, we had a temporary exhibit that we're in the process of um, packing up to return to the museum we borrowed it from, and we're getting um, some new exhibit cases coming in and a new exhibit that will open March 1st. And we're going to talk about that because I'm excited about this one. Me too. What is the exhibit that we're sending sending home right now? Um, the one that we're sending home, I don't recall the gentleman's name off the top of my head, but he was a local artist who, um, it was focused on his time in World War One, And um, I think we borrowed it from, um, I'm going to get the name of the museum wrong, but the Veterans Museum in Casper. Yeah. So my apologies to them for not recalling their 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 full name. Um, I'll give them a shout out with the wrong name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we we borrowed um, uh, this artwork and it was spectacular artwork. Absolutely, um, I saw a couple photos and and it really was beautiful. Uh, basically, making art on anything you get his hands on. Yeah, uh, you know, which is just part of the experience itself. You know, realizing, oh, this was on the back of a torn box or this is on the back of what was probably a newspaper. At one yeah. Time. I mean, just great to see. Now, uh, the new exhibit coming in, this is going to be a paleo exhibit. So yeah. this is some old stuff. Yeah. And it's fossils. Some of the fossils are dinosaurs, but some of the fossils are mammals. And I... I have a hard time remembering the scientific names of everything that's coming in. I've been looking at the exhibit panels that we're looking at, that we're working on, but I haven't seen any of the actual objects yet. They're they're making our way in the next couple weeks, I I think. So sometime in the next before March they'll they'll be here. Yeah. <laughs> now, when it comes to handling this stuff, um was there any like review or classes or anything that you and Jessica uh, just kind of looked over? Cause this is some pretty old stuff. Yeah. Well, this is the, these are things that we've been working with for, for years, the kind of work that we've been doing for a long time. So there is a lot of training that you need to have 
to be able to handle things. Um, you know, this is fragile stuff. If if a lot of things are really unique, if you break it, that's that's the only that's one. That's it, right? Yeah. And so we spend a lot of time risk management planning. If we're going to move something, what are the obstacles in our way? We want to make sure we're 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 moving, you know, furniture out of the way. We want to clear obstacles so as we as we carry something somewhere or move it from a cart into the exhibit uh, case that we're being very thoughtful about how we do all of that. So then when we actually do move it, we've thought through where are the places where I might trip. Almost drilled it in your head. Yeah. Uh, yep. Every every movement yeah, is done of, with absolute intention. Instead of carrying something across a room, you put it in a cart and move the cart, all of that kind of thinking do you need gloves for this object? Because you can damage the object with the oils on your fingers, but the objects can also damage you. We deal with a lot of objects that uh, can kill you if you're not careful. So it's to protect both you and the object. Yeah. Living your life in those, what are they made out of? Those gloves? I mean, uh, on typical, the typical white glove that's like a linen of some sort sometimes we use cotton gloves sometimes we'll use um like a nylon or a nitrile glove some people have allergies to different materials so there are a few different materials we can use for gloves and what we're handling will determine what kind of gloves we use also if you're sometimes if you're working with with paper you don't need to use any gloves at all because the cotton glove actually might rip the paper for wow. an example and then some objects, um, like if you're working with ceramics, you want more of like a nylon glove or a nitrile glove so that you're not dropping the ceramics with a cotton glove. Oh, yeah. So you even have to think about what kind of gloves am I going to wear? Is it appropriate to wear gloves? If you handle metal pieces, like if you're touching part of a gun stock that has metal on it, I've seen so many museums where there's fingerprints engraved on the metal from somebody touching it without a glove on. So there's a lot of thinking. That's It's not the kind of work that's for everybody. It can be really fussy, detailed work, and you kind of have, a, have to have a special personality that really likes those details. And, You're okay with yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sitting back and thinking, okay, every step I take from yes. this point on yep. is vital. I could get fired if I break this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many pieces are showing up with this paleo exhibit? I'm not sure. I We have, I think, five cases dedicated for this, and I'm not sure the actual number of pieces. Uh, I think most or all of what we're what's on loan for this is coming from Sheridan College. Oh, wow. Way cool. Yeah, stuff that I think has been in storage that people haven't had a good opportunity to see. So this is a, it'll be on display for two years, and I'm really excited. Oh, wow, two years of yeah. care. That's yep. amazing. Uh, now, have you guys reviewed, uh, once they're sealed in the case, is that, that's it, they're sealed. You won't have to go in there and clean anything or, or perform maintenance? We prefer not to. If there's something we have to take care of, we'll, we'll open the case up. But the less we have to open a case, the better. Those are the times when you do when you have the most risk for breaking something. Anytime you're installing an exhibit or if you're opening something up to clean it, those are the times when you're most likely going to risk damage <sighs> something. It's just amazing, <laughs> you know, uh, how rigid handling requirements can actually be. Now, uh, tell me about the planning process and how the public 
can play a part in this. Uh, it seems like everybody's sitting back and, and making their strategic planning at this point. And you guys are too. Yeah. That's one of the things that people don't usually get to see is all of the time that goes into the research, actually writing the content that you're going to have in the exhibit, planning what objects are going to be in there. Do you have casework that's the right size for the exhibit? We've gone through several rounds of edits with a committee, um, which takes a lot of time, and people just don't see that part of the work. About 10% of the about the installation is really only about 10% of the work before an exhibit is done. Yeah. Um, because we spend so much time researching, writing, editing, and, and all of that planning. Um, but then after the exhibit, one of the things that I'm focusing on, my background is in interpretation and museum programming. So one of the things I'm focused on now is what kind of programs we're going to have to go along with the exhibit that is going to help bring things to life and help explain things to people. All of those scientific terms that I don't always remember, well, nobody, a lot of other people don't remember those either. Um, if you want to remember them, ask your local six, six-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They remember all They're of the these They're the dinosaur terms. experts, yes. right? Yeah. If I'm giving a tour of dinosaurs and I can't remember, I know there's a kid in the group that will correct <laughs> me if I'm wrong. That's fantastic. <laughs> but we want to make sure that this stays fresh and that um, people from the community have multiple opportunities to come back in and see something new. This is going to be up for two years, so if somebody comes in and sees it, the exhibit itself isn't going to change, but we're going to be doing programming around the exhibit that will give people an opportunity to come back and learn something new about what we have on display. There's there's so much that we can't put into panels. You know, you could easily just nail an encyclopedia to the wall. So how do right. you manage all of this text and make it easy for people to digest and process? So there's a lot that we just can't put into the exhibit panels. And we can bring all of that um, to light through the programming that we do. And um, and if you come in and learn one weekend how fossils are formed, you can maybe come back another weekend and learn something about one of the specific animals that we have. Um, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So it's it's constantly keeping the exhibit fresh. Yes. And little Johnny and, and Teddy can go up there every every other weekend and be able to actually learn something brand new. Yeah. But yeah. it all deals with dinosaurs the yeah. things that uh, these old guys love so much yep and that's an area where people can really become in, in, involved with the museum and engaged as volunteers i can't do all of this myself yeah i can help train people and get people prepared to be involved in programming like, like this but we're also looking for volunteers if you have uh if you're um good comfortable speaking to people if you like to uh, if you have a background in education, even if you don't have a background in education, if you're just really into dinosaurs and want to get involved, we can provide a little bit of training to help make you feel more comfortable talking to the public. But we need people to help us deliver the programs that we, we want to do. And, and there's only a handful of us that are trying to keep all of this going. So we really need interested, engaged people that want to get involved. And, and folks that can keep enriching the experience every yeah, time that you yeah. go up there. Because that's one of the pitfalls when you're relying on, on a small group of people to do all of the thinking about the programs is that's where you start to kind of get stale and 
well, I know how to do this program, so I'm going to do this five times this year. Yeah. And then everybody's seen it. And if you have somebody somebody new coming in, they just introduce new perspectives and concepts. And have you ever thought about doing this before? No, I haven't. And that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. They really do offer like something, you know, looking at it from a different point of view. Yeah. You, you don't have to be a dinosaur expert to be able to come in and help us deliver these programs. And a lot of these, uh, you know, with these paleo exhibits, it is going to be really enthusiastic kids. Yeah. You know, and that's always so fun to see. Uh, kids walking through a museum with with eager minds, yep. you know, ready to learn. And it's, <laughs> I think anyone who's a parent out there understands how how difficult it can be to get your child excited about history. Yeah. And so I think dinosaurs have always held a real special place, I think, for every boy and girl. Yeah. You know? It, and this is a great hook for us. The dinosaurs we always joke about in museums are the low-hanging fruit. We know we can market this <laughs> right, to parents yeah. and families, um, market a lot to kids. Um, but this gets them in the door, and then we can um, expose them to all of the other great things that we have there. And if you're interested in, in history and paleontology and fossils, um, take a look at around at the other stuff we have too that's related to history of the area, and that's that's really a, a great hook to get people in the door, and then we can take it from there and show them around to see everything else we have. Right, and and you know uh, one thing that I learned uh, in school that really kind of blew my mind is the process of how a a fossil is made, and how everything has to fall in place perfectly. And a lot of people say, well, I can't believe we, you know, we don't have more of these. If, if these were everywhere, then, then why don't we have more? Well, you know, how often do you see an elk die up in the woods right, and then get buried by a landslide to preserve those bones for the future? Yeah. Now, real quick, I only got about a minute left. How can I volunteer? If, if I'm out there listening to this and I'm like, you know what? I want to do that. Email me at director at museumbighorns.org and I will set up an appointment with you and get you involved. And talk about the next step. Yep, exactly. Danny, I want to thank you so much for coming in and talking with us today. And Happy New Year to you and yours, my friend. Thank you, you too. <laughs> All right, you've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust is committed to our community. Beginning in January, we'll be donating $1,000 cash each week for 52 weeks to a qualified Sheridan County nonprofit organization. And Sheridan Media will match that with a marketing budget. First Federal is one of two mutual banks in Wyoming, which means they don't pay stockholders. They reinvest your funds right back into the place we call home. Visit efirstfederal.bank for details. Community commitment presented by First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media. Member FDIC. Wild Renovation understands that all situations are different, and they want you to know that they're judgment-free. 
No matter the state of your home, if you're looking to get out from under it or just want to walk away due to the amount of work that it needs, Wild Renovation is here to help. They'll look at any home, no matter the condition, and make you an offer. Get money for your home without involving a realtor. Learn more at wildrenovation.com or find them on Facebook. Delicious McDonald's deals are now more fun, more accessible, and better than ever through the McDonald's mobile app. The app is now the only place you can earn My McDonald's reward points on every McDelivery order. Plus, you can get those free McDonald's rewards you earn delivered, too. Just order, relax, and enjoy. McDonald's will bring your faves to you. Just go to the Google Play or Apple App Store and download the new McDonald's mobile app and start saving. Download it now. McDonald's, Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Once again, the Y.O. Theater brings Western movies back to the big screen. On January 8th, we have Buck Brenneman introducing one of the greatest of all Western movies, Red River. John Wayne, Montgomery Clift, star in a true-to-life film, Red River, that in my opinion is John Wayne's greatest performance. On January 22nd, our own Craig Johnson will host One-Eyed Jack, starring and directing by Marlon Brando. The only film that Brando ever directed, it's Ride to Vengeance. Believe me, just the Brando dialogue alone makes this a Western to remember. On January 29th, it's Ride the High Country, hosted by John Tucker, starring Randolph Scott in an amazing reversal of his stock hero roles. Scott plays the perfect good guy gone bad in this epic Western. Finally, February 5th, it's Sheridan's own Aaron Linden hosts the iconic Western Dodge City, starring Errol Flynn as the cowboy becomes the sheriff. In the Y.O. Theater's finally classic Western film for 2023. It's Thursday, and that means it's time for Hot Buys over on SheridanMedia.com. This week, we have items from Modern Merchant, Midland Market, Ledoux Saloon and Steakhouse, Bighorn Mountain Chiropractic, and Carol's Furniture. We have items from those vendors and a bunch more, all starting at half off of retail value. You can get in on the action of Hot Buys easily. Just head over to SheridanMedia.com, click on the Hot Buys banner, and place your bids on your items. Hurry, though. Bidding ends tonight at 8 p.m. KROE. Sheridan, broadcasting from the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio. K-R-O-E.